Welcome back to the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 117, and today's guest is Taylor Rako from Taylor Rako Designs. She's an interior designer up in Vancouver, Canada. We talk all about interior design, school for interior design, and so much more. But before we get into this episode, please like, subscribe, and review this podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. And I hope you enjoy episode 117 with Taylor Rako. Awesome. Taylor, thank you so much for hopping on the Pro Series once again. The first time didn't go as planned when we had recording issues with my last uh, recording company software system that you, whatever you want to call it, I switched back over to Zoom. So glad to have you back on. I'm so happy to be here. So thank you. I know it's like a busy time, you know, like we're coming towards that holiday season. So yeah. I'm excited to relive a new convo with you. Hopefully yeah. my headpieces are okay. Sounds good on my end. Good. And I think I was trying to think back when we first talked. Was it back in September or was it August? Oh, no. It, it had to have been in the summer. It had to have oh, been. Really? In the, I feel like it was in the. Oh, was it in September? I don't know. I, I, time just doesn't make sense to me right now. So I don't know. No, it's. I feel like our industry right now, it's kind of coming to that crunch time yeah. where you know, the holidays is like, I know like in Canada, like our holidays are kind of spread out. We have Thanksgiving in September, but in the States, I know you guys have like, it's literally Thanksgiving and then Christmas. So it's like, yeah. bamba, right. Yeah. Thanksgiving's um, next week. And then a month later is Christmas. That's so wild. And so, yeah, everyone's like, I want to get everything in. I want my furniture in. So it's like a big, it's a big push. Yeah. Well, you gave a little bit away to the followers that you are in a designer, um, but let's get into that. Um, where did it all start? How did it all start? Were you always a, a design mind person, creative? Like, how did that all start? Yeah, you know what? Like, I've always really gravitated towards, like, blocks as a kid, and I didn't, you know, this is before, obviously, uh, Instagram and um, TikTok and just like being very virtual mm -hmm. in general. So, um, you know, I just always liked doing things with my hands and I tried to steer into the direction of that very general, like, I would say like that very sciencey industry where right. at the time it just felt a little bit more of like a solid, uh, place to be in terms of like career wise oh yeah so I tried to do that and I, I didn't really like it and then um you know what I was just like let's just jump on with uh TikTok Instagram and just start with having fun with it yeah I feel like is really important and uh -huh. here we are now and you went to school <laughs> for design right I did I did and that's when you started uh, your TikToks and social media, did you brand it yourself or was it just generally just a regular interior design page? To be honest, I worked in like before I went to school, I did a lot of event planning. So I knew that I really liked the like putting things from my brain into fruition in real life. Yeah. Um, but after that, I was like, oh, you know, it's just like I need something more permanent. Like I, I felt like for events for me, although it's so fun. I, if I'm going to put so much time 
into making something look as magnificent as like the client wants it to be, then it would be amazing if it could be more like long lasting, you know? So that's why I went into, I took a leap and I went back to school for interior design because my undergrad was in sociology mm-hmm. and I, I loved it. And basically to go into your question about how did you brand yourself? At the time in school, a lot of the designers are just starting an Instagram account mm-hmm. and they have, you know, it's just, it's really just to post what you're doing in school. And it, it's just like a fun thing. Yeah. Um, but at the time COVID had hit and immediately like school started to shut down, you know, the whole, the whole drill, we all are aware. Mm-hmm. And I got my first client from my Instagram account. While you were in school? Yes, while I was in oh, school. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so that was like basically the first start. And, um, you know, of course, like while you're taking on projects when you're in school, you know, it's our responsibility to make sure that we're not biting off more than we can chew, yeah. right? We got to be able to, if we're going to say we're going to do something, we need to be well equipped with the knowledge to do it. Mm-hmm. And obviously like the confidence because we're the leaders in the project, right? So that was, um, that was my first real taste of it. And I guess like, I just never really looked back. I was just continued to do my thing on social and here we are, I met you. Yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's the best thing about social media. You can meet everybody. But the, the yeah. cool thing is that you did start that was was that encouraged to start the social media in school or was it just kind of like something that everybody did? Uh, to be honest, like I feel like school and social, they kind of came hand in hand in a way because I don't know about other designers, but for me, when I was starting to get that interest of getting into the design industry, Instagram was what kind of was filling up my explore page yeah you know it was it was instagram was filling up my explore page with a bunch of design inspiration and projects so in my mind i kind of saw it making sense i'm like oh i mean instagram isn't a stranger to posting design content so why not do something for fun you know yeah i think it's so smart i've talked to so many my school that I went to I've come back as a professional and spoke about social media and how important it is because it's I mean yeah you're probably not proud of a lot of the projects you do in school because at least me looking back on it um, I look at projects and I'm like uh but I'm so glad I I started this after school but I still did a couple projects because it just shows growth and it shows the clients that you have grown and I think that's huge totally and I think it should be, to, I mean, I don't know about you in my design school, we had a class on your personal brand. So you make your own logo and mm-hmm. all that stuff and you brand all your projects. Why oh, not no way. Go to social media? Like, it's, wow, that'd be awesome if that was encouraged in school, but um, it wasn't, but I do see mm-hmm. more students doing it now. Yeah, no, it's like school is, I feel like school was just like a, it's such an interesting concept for yeah. design because um, I found that when I 
was looking to start my own company and um, go into it that way with Taylor Rayco Design. Um, I, I started to kind of feel like a push and pull because here I am in the middle of the pandemic with some clients that want help, but I guess systematically speaking in my head, my brain is being pulled to, well, like you need to finish this and you need to do this before you go here. Yeah. You know, like you can't, you, like what makes you think that you can tell someone what size area rug that they should use if you haven't even finished school? Like that was like in my brain, that was like, uh, okay, that was where it was. And after taking on the projects that I've had, I realized, you know, like when you're picking colors and stuff, like that is all so by the eye, you know, of course there are elements where you, you gotta know how to use certain softwares because that's a form of communication to mm -hmm. the builders. But creatively speaking, it's never a linear process, right? Like if, if you were to ask me, oh, hey, like I have this, I, ha I bought new bed spreads and I would love it if you picked out like three throw pillows to put on my bed. Like, do you need a degree to pick out three throw pillows to put on a bed? Mm -hmm. No, you know? So yeah. I feel like that was like a, that was interesting for me because I grew up thinking, no, you've got to get the highest level of education before you can even think to help anyone. Yeah. But you learn so much when you're, when you're working with clients too. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. G growing up and thinking about going to school for interior design, did you ever think of it being, I mean, I know most people that don't know or that haven't been in the interior design field think it is all throw pillows and curtains and all that mm -hmm. stuff. In reality, that's not it. That's interior no. grading. Um, did you struggle with going and saying that you're going to school for interior design or caring about what other people said about interior design because of what people thought in the world, what interior design was? No, I, you know what? I feel like I've struggled a lot with coming to terms with the fact that I wanted to do something creative, but okay. we live in a world that makes people feel like anything artistic, um, is like the ultimate failure of a, yeah. of a job almost. Yeah, like and you're not gonna so, make a living. Yeah. Yeah. And when I decided for myself that I wanted to get into the design industry, I really could care less at that point. Like I've been through it. Like I've been through that roller coaster already where I was like, I'm I'm so unhappy and I'm doing something that other people want me to do. You know, yeah. like I'm in. I'm trying to get into this program that other people want me to do. Yeah. Do you, like, yeah. Do you think that <laughs> now though, like from other people trying to ask you for pick out paint colors or curtains or throw pillows and stuff. And do you find yourself explaining a lot to your friends and family or other people what interior design actually is? You know what? Yeah. I would say there are a lot of people that would come to me and say like, Oh, I, I want to do my kitchen, you know, like, what does that look like? Is that something you offer? Or, oh, I want to redo my, like, I want to furnish my whole house. 
is that something you offer? So yes, Eric, to, I definitely did not divide these two well at the start, but interior design is, I would say defined in my mind as something that's like very remodel construction base. Yes. It's like you're tearing up the drywall, you're, you might be moving the sink from here to here, or just anything that requires builders or trades is deemed interior design. That's how I categorize interior design. I like that. Right. And then interior decorating, you can correct me what you think, but is the decorating, you know, it's, you don't need a builder to put mm -hmm. up a frame and you don't need a builder to buy a couch and a side table you know what i mean yeah so like yeah basically to separate those two that's like under the design umbrella there's interior decorating which is like the furniture and like the in the walls and then i would say or sorry outside of the walls and then interior design is more in the walls yeah if that makes sense yeah sure sure i had a yeah uh, uh, last year say he, the way he explains it is, is if you take your house and turn it upside down and shake it everything that falls out is not what I do everything that stays in is what I do right kind of a cool way to oh that's cool furniture will fall out plants will fall out pictures will right. fall out curtains will fall out but the kitchen cabinets won't fall out mm -hmm. the, the layout of the room won't fall out and that's that's kind of the way I've kind of changed the way I describe it because it is, I don't know how it is, mm. but just HGTV, which I love HGTV and I'm not downgrading HGTV at all. I love HGTV and everybody has right. a podcast with it. It just, you know, it's a TV show. So they have to do something to make it more, you know, pleasing to others that aren't in the industry to watch it. Mm -hmm. So it's not their fault, but it's, it's just how it's perceived nowadays. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. It's, um, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> what way do you think, uh, while you um, think about this, I'll answer what I think, but what way could they change interior design as a name to make it more appropriate to what it is? I know a few schools here in my area are changing their program from interior design to interior architecture oh that's cool yeah and I thought that was a pretty interesting way to because that that is kind of what we do I just don't know how architects feel about that <laughs> right right yeah I feel like it's anything in the creative industry it's not linear yeah you know like yeah. for me like I feel like it's it's so um it's so broad and I don't say this to offend or put down anyone's um career right because oh. i feel like you know as, as long as everyone's doing what they're happy doing like and they stay in their lane i think that's like amazing happy for everyone um but like i feel like there's always going to be some sort of understanding of what interior design is right like i say i'm an interior designer i do kitchens bathrooms new builds and i also do furniture you know yeah. Um, but for me, when, when I put it, when I put it out there into the world, like I just call myself an interior designer. Yeah. Cause let's be honest. If I'm like, Hey, Eric, I'm an interior designer slash interior decorator. You want to know what that is? That is X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? It's like, exactly. 
Yeah, I it's think. It's a mouthful. Yeah, and I don't think right? the, the, the um, furnishing part of it downgrades what you say as an interior designer because I think it's an add-on because you're doing the full job. There's so many designers that will design a space and then leave it. So they're like, Mm -hmm. how are you going to put the finishing touches? How am I, what the fits, what fits room? What can I put here? So, I mean, it's just an add-on to you're already a service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, to tag on to what you mentioned, it's such a big, like, it's like a communication thing. You know, like it's our job to be able to communicate what we can do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would say, you know, I'm an interior designer. Um, And then people would ask, oh, but do you also do design, like the furniture decor? I'd say, yes, like that's something I offer. But I do want to kind of like backtrack back to when I was talking about school, because I feel like this is very important for me to say is interior design yes like when you're working with anything with trades or the city because every city has their own codes or um did I say builders already not yet yeah builders um it is very important to have the necessity or have that have the necessary tools under your belt to be able to work with other professionals like in that area that is so invasive to someone's home so I will say like for school, it is very important that, um, you know, we don't go in blindfolded and think, oh, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to do this, you know, like I'm, I, I don't really know what I'm doing, but, you know, it's always important to um, have the skills that you need yeah. to lead a client, but going into like decor, which, you know, I feel like we divided a later on you don't if, if you're trying to like find furniture that fits a space you know that that is something that is let's say like you know it's a little bit more forgiving right yeah. if you don't if the client says that they don't like the way that the chair fits then you can always return it right there's really like little skin in the game on that and so i feel like the thing that to the two areas of expertise interior design and interior decorator have in common is just the communication piece. Like, are you well-equipped to communicate the scope that the client wants? Does, does that make sense? Yeah, that, that sure. makes total sense. Yeah, okay. there's, okay. there's a big overlap in the yeah. And it's almost like interior design and architecture. There's an overlap with those two as well, mm-hmm. um, which there's a struggle between that as well with interior, interior designers and architects as well. But mm-hmm. if all work together, the job goes smooth. For so, sure. Um, it's just kind of like getting rid of that persona of what you think of those two professions or any bordering professions makes right. you better as a designer or better as an architect or a decorator um, and puts you apart from the others. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> What's one thing you would change? Oh, wait, let's let's go back to this. I've talked to many people that I graduated with from design school and they are, they always complain about like, they weren't prepared for the design world. Mm. And I always thought like, that's not what college is really about because for a major that is very broad. Right. You could go into interior design and be 
kitchen and bath designer, you could be, work for a builder, you could work for commercial. What is your opinion on that? Do you think the same way or do you think you just weren't prepared coming out of school? You know, with, I actually, okay, so this is really interesting of a topic because I was talking with my two team members about this, um, but there's, there are areas where school definitely prepares you. Yeah. which is like teaching you the software systems, AutoCAD, SketchUp, mm-hmm. Revit, right? Like all of those, like that foundation of having, of knowing how to communicate mm-hmm. what's up here to you. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I feel like something that the school system could, or there's room for the school system to improve on is giving designers sort of like that one-on-one experience as if they're talking to a client because oh. I'm not sure how every school um, puts projects out for their students but for us the client is a piece of paper the client is you know they're two people that live together that might have kids might have dogs and they have hobbies right and it's literally like a they are a paragraph right yeah. They're a paragraph. So as designers in school, we get to imagine what they would like. But here's the thing is I feel like a very like fundamental part of being a designer is understanding how to take critiques and criticism from the client. But in school, it's it's hard to do that, you know? It's it's really hard to like like emulate that experience because they're then there comes that level of composure that you know you need to have and like that open-mindedness it's not um it's not like a in it's not the same as the instructor to to give the feedback you know what i mean i'm not sure if that right i agree yeah that's that'd be a cool interesting way to change i think a good way to change or add to it i went to a school that had um liberal study classes. So we had to take so many credits of liberal studies. It had nothing to do with what we were graduating with. It would have been cool to have like behavioral study classes to like understand people. Yes. Yes. Because you're going to use that in any profession. Mm -hmm. But I would have rather done that than, you know, chemistry. Because chemistry, (laughs) I mean, fair fair enough. Yeah. Um, like if you're building a house down south and material wise, um, with the salt air and stuff, but you don't, you're learning chemistry as a, a chemist major. You're not learning it as an right. designer. Um, so more classes that are more suited for the designer, I guess. I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I, I never even thought of this until now, but I actually, so I graduated um with a sociology degree and at the time I was like I don't really know what this is gonna do like I don't want to be a um a social worker that doesn't sound fun to me Mm -hmm. so then I was like it's okay like I got that experience of being in school for a different sort of like academic purpose and then now I'm gonna go do this but yeah it definitely helps to have that parallel because anything even if if even if I actually encourage people to take maybe like one or two sociology classes, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like the, the knowledge of people. Yeah. Um, it's not 
psych it's not psych but it's kind of understanding like the energy in, in, in environments yeah which so there's a parallel there's a parallel to that yeah right? exactly yeah and i'm glad my first job and actually um a couple other jobs after that i learned the disc system um which is a behavioral studies type of system and being able to read someone in 30 seconds so you know how to treat them because right. everybody wants to be treated differently um for sure so it's I think that would have been so beneficial for literally anybody going through school uh, more than art history mm -hmm. or, um, some some type of thing like that has nothing to do with your major at all or you're not going to use in a profession after school right I yeah you know what like I got to touch on that like I feel like because I felt like art history was actually helpful for me it, okay here's the thing it's really dry depending yeah. on you know it's dry because you're kind of going over like the same sort of thing. But as if you tape your eyes open and you really try and like pick out like those little like details. Yeah. It can be very helpful, but I, I totally see what you're saying with like having some sort of like interactive course, you yeah. know, where like you're designing for a classmate and then you're, you know, so then you have like, bob and sally right and they are designing for each other so they have their own authentic um opinions yeah exactly you know? yep. uh, and i think it's interesting that I would work we had to take two art history classes for some reason at my school um yeah. first one was very beneficial um mm. that's when you learn to read the art and figure out what was going on the meaning behind mm. it and the second one uh, it was just, I think that's what really put a sour taste in my mouth, just because <laughs> we had to write essays on the art pieces, and it, it just, it had nothing to do with the creative um, outlook of looking at a painting and knowing what, what it symbolizes or something like that. So, I you mean, write I, an essay? Yeah, every no single, kidding. you'd put a piece of art on the thing, and we had to write an essay. Wow. Yeah, that's almost like, hey, yeah, no, that's almost, oh, I don't know, would you prefer to write an essay, right, or have your, your work displayed next to every single person in the class for comparison? I, di I didn't mind being next to everybody. Yeah. Because I yeah, felt like I we guess. were all on the same page, or one person was stronger in a certain area. There was no one that really, like, really overpowered that in my Okay. Life. At least I don't think it did. That's fair. Because I remember, um, you know, thinking like, oh, man, like this is the first class I ever took in my program. And I, it was like a freehand drawing class. Ooh. So, okay. So picture this. I'm going to paint you a picture. I was like, you know, I grew, I, I grew up being told I'm like the most artistic person in the class. And I walk into this freehand drawing class and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. The teacher gives us our assignment, says, draw something and shade it in, give texture and, you know, all of, and shading, all of that. So I go home and I'm like, wow, like, this is going to be so good. Like, I am not, I'm definitely like, not going to be the worst one. Cause let's be honest, when you have little to no confidence, you, you just don't want to be the worst one. Right. And so I was like, okay, perfect. I'm going to, I'm going to finish drawing like my dog or something and we're going to put it up with the rest of the class and mine was like the worst one it was actually like I was 
insanely humbled that day. It was like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> what did I just do to myself? Yeah, I guess I, I guess I've felt that way with hand drafting because that's like when you're doing the perspectives and stuff. Yes, like with perspectives, that was the hard part because I've never done that before. I wasn't doing that in high school, so mm-hmm. and I think in high school when I was in art classes and stuff, I was good. Mm-hmm. But we weren't doing realistic images like that. Yeah. So I would say I'd be the same. Thing. I like totally like put myself through that too. I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do my dog. Like, it's just going to be such a great picture and you know, it's going to be so realistic. Um, when I really should have just leaned, you know, when you try to do like a very realistic portrait, right. Yeah. It's you got it. There's no room for error. Right. I really should have just leaned into that, like blues clues, like, you know, like the three circles and then the, I really should have been in there. <laughs> but yeah, then I, then I definitely wouldn't have passed because it's a free hand drawing course, can't trace. Yeah. Oh, but, well, I oh, see yeah. we are um, running out of time, but I mm-hmm. want to make sure we end with where people could follow you. Um, your podcast, touch on a little bit of that. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, just go on from there. Amazing. Well, if, you know, my name's Taylor. If you guys want to follow me personally or business-wise, you can find me on Instagram at Taylor Eco Design. Um, if you want, like, s- some design help, you can find me at TaylorEcoDesign.com. But, yeah, and if you want to hang out, like, every – I don't really have a day of when I release episodes, but – because <laughs> I want to make sure that it's so good – but I have a podcast. It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcast. It's called It's All Perspective. And we talk a little bit about the design tips that I might have given myself back then and a little bit of mindset and, you know, like a little bit on the back end. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. So it's just you, <laughs> it's just you on the podcast. Do you have it guests? is just me on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Very and, cool. yeah talk about like personal stories like you know my memories maybe some traumas oh okay no I'm just kidding That's a recording. <laughs> Different recording. no 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 like not not that kind of trauma <laughs> but yeah just like you know like a trip and fall off the bus sort of traumas like you know like that um yeah. cool but yeah thank you so much for having me yeah thank you i'm glad this time around it worked out um uh, but yes thank you again for hopping on and i can't wait to get this out thank you so much i look forward to seeing it and yeah have a wonderful rest of your day